Baby girl, won't you come and hold my hand? Won't you come and chill out with the Virgo? Hey girl, just come and hold my hand. Won't you come and just chill with the Virgo? Sipping on Merlot, you ain't gotta be my girl though. I drop you off at Willoughby and Merlo. Smash with the Virgo, ain't got to take a shirt off. You see me convince your homegirl. Scorpio on the brain. I don't even know why. I don't even know them Scorpios like that. Shout out to the Sages. We're here. We're present in December. Y'all got it for the next, you know, 22 days or whatever. Less now. They've got a good two more weeks. What's up? What's been up with you? I'm good. Went to a listening party yesterday. Berlin, a Sagittarius, actually. He just released a mixtape. I think it's his third project. And yeah, he had like a good old COVID safe event, you know, had everybody do their tests again, show their results, temperature checks at the door. Yeah, it was nice. Was the music rocking and rolling? He had a couple hitters. I'm not going to hold you. Like, there's a couple songs on there. I admire anyone trying to make it in music. That is no easy feat. It's a very cutthroat industry. Best of luck to that Sagittarius brother. Right. You know, my week was cool. Friday, I, you know, Friday night was another COVID Friday night for me. I was in the house doing a whole bunch of fucking nothing. One great thing that happened this week, I got a chair for my second bedroom slash my office where I am now slash my boudoir. And I love it. I'm obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that oh, look so nice? Yes, that's cute. It's like a burnt... A burnt reading, orange. yeah. It's like a rust. A little reading chair. Yeah, yeah, so... Very cool stuff. All right. Well, let's talk about these Sagittarius. Sagittarii. What's the plural Sagittarius? I just call them Sagittarians. That actually makes a little bit of sense. I'm not that. We'll just like, go Sagittarius. Yeah. I have an icebreaker, though. All right. Can you put a friend on to someone you used to date? Yes. Oh my gosh, I just tried to do that the other day and it found out that me and the girl had actually both talked to the nigga. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I had like gone out with the guy. I didn't really connect with him in that way. It wasn't like the chemistry that I was looking for, but I thought he was a nice person. I thought that he had a lot of wonderful qualifications and, you know, there weren't really any immediate red flags. You know, I just felt that he wasn't for me. And I was more than willing to pass him off to a homegirl who I thought may be better suited. But, you know, as I said, turns out we had both matched with the nigga and she wasn't feeling him either. So there you have it. But so prior to you two matching, you had already thought it would be good to pass him off. No, no. 
Not prior to us matching. I mean, no, like, like prior I, to you finding out that you and the girl, your friend, match with oh, the same yeah, guy. Yeah, like yeah. you were thinking, right. like this would be you'd be a great person for someone else. Yeah, it was more so like I think that you're a good person, but I don't like you. But you deserve to have a good girl. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. what could I do to maybe help? Since I kind of like, it wasn't for me. But like, I still think you're cool. Like. You know, right. somebody else might like you that I that I think is a value to the world, a good girl, a good person. So, yeah, I think it is to answer the question. I definitely think that it is OK to hook up your friend with somebody that you dated as long as you are really doing it from like a loving place, like a really, you know, you think that they're a better match than you were. You're being genuine about that. And you're not going to have any bad feelings if they actually hit it off and like fall in love. Right. That's mature of you. But there are obviously niggas that I would never hook up with any of my friends. Like, fuck no. What about it being someone who, like you said, like maybe it went past that phase. Like you actually, there was feelings. Yeah. And it just didn't work out. I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think so. Yeah, I feel like you have to be totally disconnected, like, from the guy, like, the initial date or whatever to be like, hey, I could see early on this is not it, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Like, I'm fine with that. Like, I made peace with that because I really don't want you in any type of way. So, yeah, I think that in that instance, I could put a friend on to someone... I used to date, but would I say that that's someone I used to date if we only went out once and I noticed right away that you weren't for me? Right. I don't even know. You know, it's kind of like, oh, we went out one time, you know, like, so that makes it like, oh, it's okay for me to do that. Otherwise, I don't think that I would be putting any friends on to anyone that I used to like date, even if I didn't have any relation, like any sex with them, like it wasn't physical. Like if I was dating them but for a long time. But if you legitimately yeah. like them, if you legitimately like, like them as a person and saw your, even for a moment, saw yourself in that romantic relationship, at that point, you're like, no, yeah. it's off limits. To I friends. wouldn't be, right, right, right. I wouldn't be able to okay, do what that about, with a genuine heart. What about if they... Met Like, say you had a guy that you never showed your friend any pictures, maybe didn't even say his name, and then they met, and then she didn't bring it up to you that she was seeing someone new until she was, like, fully deep into the relationship. Mm-hmm. Or, like, fully developed feelings. Maybe they're not deep into the relationship, but she's, like, finally telling you about it because, like, she really, 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 really likes the guy and, like, Want y'all to meet or something like that. You know what I mean? Are you going to then be like, oh, no, girl, you can't date him? No, I mean, at that point, it's not me putting her on to anyone. Like, she found found him by herself. So that is, you know, that's different. Hard, but also, like... I see. You're not going to make a love connection for it, but if it happened on its own without you even knowing about it, then what can I do? What can, yeah. What can can I really do? You know, like that's some women will argue that, you know, 
that's not cool. Like, I don't know. I feel like there are definitely some women out there that would try to argue that 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 the girl, the friend, should not date that guy. I don't necessarily agree maybe with that. so I agree when with you come you, out but I'm just, if you come out and say like you say you learn it's like oh wow him like you know we actually have a history you know it's up to her do what you will with that information if you feel in your heart like wow this makes me uncomfortable I just have to end it simply off the fact of knowing but if not like you know it's kind of like one of those things what can you do I feel like this is a evolved idea I think if you would have asked the same question 10 years ago, niggas would have been like, she gonna have to break up with him. I really feel that way. I feel like 10 years ago, I would have still, I would have really been feeling a way about them getting together, even if it was an organic love situation. But I agree with you wholeheartedly. Like, I think that if they met on their own, then God bless. God bless those people. Mm -hmm. I want love. I want everyone to find love. Right. So look at us. Wow, growth. I'm still not setting you up with that nigga. I don't know what I have to transcend to to be able to like set you up with him. Mm -hmm. But I'm not there. But I am at the level where if you find him on your own, sis, good for you. (laughs) I'm at right, right, right. That level (laughs) is different. It's like that's a different one because it's like you couldn't really control. That was out of your control. Totally, you know? Right. Which then you have to ask, like, was that fate for them? Like, who knows? Like, you know, I don't even fucking know. Like, it was fate. <laughs> I don't I fucking know. I feel like that know. is fate. That's when fate comes into play. Like, it possibly, possibly. So, yeah, that's it. That's that's the icebreaker, guys. From your local interweb for sign language. Sagittarius season we're gonna do something a little bit different today and not really talk about the Sagittarius but follow up on an exercise that we told you guys about like earlier in Scorpio season for sure right and that was pick a negative trait from your birth chart and work at it basically That's the exercise. And because we hadn't really gone over it, talked about it, more or less even, I guess, start working at anything, we're going to just, you know, choose that trait today, right now, and follow up on it, like, during sign language for the next month and see see what happens. Are the character traits in your birth chart so, you know, like, fixed that it can't be changed or you can't use your birth chart for the better you know what traits you need to work on what traits you don't need to work on is there anything like from your natal chart that comes to mind like off the top or do you feel like you need to actually look at it to really decide i definitely i definitely feel like i need to look at it again um because i did not follow up on this task but i did do that quiz that you sent me or like whatever mm-hmm. that thing was you sent me the other day yeah. that puts together that cute little poem about your natal chart or whatever. And it did point out some things that I know are negative traits about me. You know, that Gemini moon, you know what I mean? That Gemini moon is problematic for me. Mm-hmm. And so my emotions can be a lot to deal with. And also how I express my emotions can be a lot. So 
I'm going to read into my natal chart, but I definitely feel like my negative trait is going to have to do with something about how moody and emotional and like crazy I can get about expressing myself. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be something about that. Yeah. What about you? One of the things is most likely my moon, the Aries, and just being very like, not really much emotion sometimes, like very emotional, but outward, I'm just not. So I think something, yeah. Yeah, I was definitely dead when I saw the Gemini moon for you and it said you're, (laughs) it said, but my emotions are rather effervescent. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was a nice way of putting like chaotic. I am so dead, right? Like what? (laughs) I have so much Gemini in me though. I, I always forget that like two of my core components are fucking in Gemini. Mm hmm. It's just so weird. And then I just look at those Geminis and think like, oh my gosh, you know, you're crazy. But then it's like, bitch, I'm crazy. (laughs) You're like, you really see. (laughs) It's so, it's so crazy to you because it's like, wow, I, I, I see some of myself in there, but like, you can't really, you know, grasp. My moon is in Gemini, meaning my emotional self is often restless and unsettled. Yes, that's that anxiety, bro. Like, uh, I think that's my biggest. I'm like, all right, I'm feeling it. Right, right, right. right. You're like restless and unsettled. (laughs) Right. It's just like never a calm moment inside of my brain. It says my emotional self is independent, which is true. I often look within to like find that support I need when it comes to handling my emotions but it's okay to look outward for that as well right i just wonder how does that look like what would that look like for me you know i definitely think as you're going down this journey of psychology you're gonna start to see where you could look for help from the outside not saying just from a counselor but just like probably having those conversations and stuff, you'll probably see like, okay, this is an instance where I can use a friend or a loved one or, you know, or mm-hmm. a actual therapist. Like maybe that's how it'll become clear to you. So what what is that? The goal for me is to be what? Be more emotional? Like Yeah, maybe be more open about your emotions. And I guess the goal for me is Ooh, take a chill pill. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I guess you're the for you it would just be whatever the focusing on the issue instead of for, just like right or managing it, it managing it better like managing your emotions better like so that anxiety doesn't come like whatever the you know the tips are for anxiety I'm sure is probably going to go hand in hand with helping. Right. But isn't it something interesting to be said about the fact that like literally my nature from my natal chart, who I am (laughs) to the core leans towards the side of restlessness and unsettled. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Like. You want to work on negative traits about your natal chart, but can you change those things about your nature or do you just manage them? Maybe you can't change them. You just have to learn how to manage them. 
more than anything. Right. People always say those things that are like very ingrained in your DNA. It's a lot harder to change, but you definitely have to be so aware, like mindful of what is happening right there. Kind of like meditating where you see it happening, but you have to be able to stop it. Like you can see where this leads to. Right. So, yeah. That's, That's fascinating. That's really some deep shit about the natal chart, bro. Right. I just think of it's it's simple as like the trust issues with the lighter for you. Wow. Just letting that go, you know, like it's so deep. I have let that go though. The lighter piece? Like I understand that people are not trying to hurt me by taking my lighter. I really felt at a time that people were just trying to fuck with me. Right. Damn. But now I know that niggas just be high and, ac- mm-hmm. and accidents happen. And also, it's okay. It's right. like a dollar lighter. Or what now, about Ty? Yeah. It's COVID now, so we don't share lighters anymore. You know what I mean? Like, everybody kind of got to bring their own lighter. But, you know. Right. Because you got to bring your own weed shit. But, um, yeah. Yeah, girl. Okay. That. Well, that's what we're working on, guys. Those are the two... I still have a lighter leash, though. Let me not, like, even play. Yeah, it's yeah, right yeah. right here. Right. And it's that right is here. what keeps the anxiety <laughs> for that at bay, you know? You're talking all this and that about, I've let it go. <laughs> I've let it go. And I was definitely thinking, like, oh, yeah? You don't have a lighter leash anymore? <laughs> yeah. I but definitely yeah. still have my lighter on a leash. It's crazy how something so small, though, you know, could just be like it's such. Yeah. Like that little just a small thing like that. Small example. So that's what I have for sign language. Now it's time for nosy news. Yeah, uh, check it. The baby mamas are very worked up. It's a lot of baby mamas worked up on the internet. The baby, the baby's baby mama is upset at the fact that he's dating Danny Lee. Danny Lee? 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 I don't know, you know. She's a dancer, you know, she's very cute. It really, it honestly reminds me a lot of Antonio Brown and Jenna Frooms, that like Instagram model girl, because uh-huh. they kind of both look alike a little bit. But um, yeah, so you know, she posted a picture with her baby with a caption that say "My baby," and the baby mama just went off. She posted her own pictures of him, like with her, you know, a few days prior, and. Da, 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 making these little I didn't read I don't really read all the details because I don't care that much but you know she was very worked up about it the baby is like not responding you know Danny Lee still posting other pictures in her story with him all of that just feels so messy and toxic I don't have the energy for it <laughs> futures baby mom posting about his bad behavior on the internet 
why do we need to be involved? I'm they still, feel, I'm I feel like when you're, back. when you're a celebrity, they probably feel like they have more to lose by like putting this on social media, talking shit about it. Like, you know, they don't want, the celebrities don't want their shit out like this. Right. But the people is like, well, this is what you wanted. This is what you asked for. So, well, Summer Walker can be dropped right in that same category as well, because she loves to let us behind the curtain in her fucked up life. But I agree. I think that a part of it is because she wants to hurt London on the track and, you know, they want to do this and that. I definitely feel I agree with you on that, but I just think that that's not healthy. It doesn't ever actually work in the end. It actually adds to the toxicity yeah, of the whole thing. So. Best of luck to those people. You guys look crazy on the internet, and I just am so thankful for the fact that I don't like putting my personal feelings and real feelings and emotions on the internet. I've never been that gal. I just, I don't like to do that. So I'm just grateful that I am me and, and not out here spewing toxicity for attention. Yep. I feel that. And I know that people love to say like, oh, I'm out here on social media, you know, giving you the real, the good, the bad, the ugly, da 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 da. But I'm good off that too because I'm in touch with reality. And I know that social media is simply just that. You are going to get the best of me there. Sorry. Right. Hate to tell you that's, you're going to get the best of me there. But know that, you know, I'm human, like anyone else. Like best, you're gonna get the top-notch, <laughs> very best there is to offer version of me on internet. I don't need okay? to. I don't need to go on social media for the help because I very much have a community of people that I could reach out to if if mm. need be. I got the people, and you know that probably is the part that a lot of these folks are missing too. They don't have a support system or real friends that they can count on. So they resort to sharing it there. Or maybe you're, you know. No, I don't, I don't know if I can. Maybe, I know. I was like, maybe you're just open because some people are just open, but still, like, I don't know. Just need, need more attention, more than your friends can give, more than your family can give. That's true. That's true. just want to get it from strangers. Just get it from people on the street. Yeah. Yeah. It's for me, for me, I'm good with where I'm at. You know, that's really what I was trying to say. Y'all do y'all, and I'ma do me. <laughs> you just do you, and I'ma do me. Hey. I just have to quickly say, Larsa Pippen is back to the streets again. Evidently, I saw her interlocking fingers, walking through some airport or something with a young baller. You know, Larsa Pippen, not for nothing, sis has been busy all these years. It's been like 20 damn years that she's been dealing with the NBA as a league. And she really running through these niggas. I don't even know. I don't know. Like, I don't know what's going on. But last I heard, she was back with Scottie Pippen. They were living their life, minding their business. And then all of a sudden she pops up on the internet, interlocking fingers with a married man. That's not her husband. Oh, okay. I just, you know, when she fucked Future several years ago, I was gagged. And then she got on the podcast and was talking about how she was dating Tristan Thompson. I'm still just like, wow, it's never ending with this lady. And now to see her walking through the airport with some 25-year-old who's married is just like, 
Damn, Larsa, you wildin'. Mm. Doing a lot. Doing a lot. Doing a lot. Doing a lot. Rihanna and ASAP Rocky may be dating. Really? I feel like they've been doing a dance for many years, don't you? Yes, doing a dance, but I just feel like Rihanna's so above everyone now that I don't know if Rocky is of her stature, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. I just don't know if they're on the same. Like, it works. He's a pretty motherfucker or whatever, but at the same time, you know, I really... Who was she dating? Who was that foreign guy? Yeah, the billionaire prince. Yeah, whatever. Like, I totally can see that. (laughs) Well, let me... I said the same thing, and my sister was like, actually, that guy is, like, kind of an old playboy himself, and he was dating Naomi Campbell and shit, and he just lives off his daddy's billion dollars or whatever. But I'm like, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do when your dad is a billionaire. I I ain't even gonna jock that, but... Yeah, it's like crazy when you hear things like this, though, like these two dating, you just quickly get reminded like, ah, oh, Rihanna, she's young like us, too, you know, like, yeah. so it makes sense. Right. But at the same time, I'm just like, wow, you you make so much. Yeah, <laughs> You do so much. And it's not right, right, right. You know, it's not to say someone who makes less. Yes, it is. It is. That's it exactly what I'm say, saying, but yeah. just because of the way, yeah, and just the way she carries herself, I just thought it would be a little different. Well, they was walking around the city very bundled up, not bundled up with each other, just bundled up because it's cold outside, but like, you know, I, I feel it. It's quarantine. <laughs> Things are happening, Rihanna. Live your life. Just drop an album. Like, is she trying to wait for like the vaccine now to drop her album and drop the vaccine and then everyone gets to go to Coachella I don't even know. and Rihanna is there? Like, I just wonder, has she thought about it at all? You know, like, I don't even think it feels like she hasn't. We always get a rumor here and there. Of, oh, one's coming out, but nothing ever comes. And I just feel like. Maybe that's because she hasn't even thought of it. Well, God bless. That's she's all I too have. busy. She's too busy getting all that other money. Oh yeah, I didn't even know that you were wearing Fenty skin products. I mean, that you use Fenty Fenty skincare. Yeah, I know. It's crazy, right? Right. (laughs) She somehow even got into my fucking life. Right. I have the Savage X. You know, I got some panties up in here, some bras and things. Yeah. And I have Fenty Beauty. The only real product, though, that I use from there, like, every single day is, not every day because it's COVID, but is the lip gloss. I still love that lip gloss. It's the Mm, best. Yes. The lip gloss is bomb for real. I think because I stand for her that I have been a supporter of the Fenty Beauty. I've got a bunch of shit from that. Can't really get behind the Savage X too much because some of the things just don't work out. But the lingerie Mm -hmm. is fun. But the bras and shit is just another thing that's not it it's not working for you it's not working for me but yeah and i do like the fancy skin i want to try that one toner that you have they're sold out right now which sucks because i was gonna re-up but i like it let me know when you're able to re-up i might have to get it then yeah all right well that's all i have okay two cents a two cents two cents a two cents let me hear you now oh a little something extra today we're talking about finance and dating okay 
Who's picking up the bell, baby? Who's forking over the moolah? <laughs> no, but <laughs> there's so many different nuances about money in when it comes to relationships. It's not just about who's buying dinner. It's so much more than right. that. So. You are representing the singles in this conversation. Hey. Uh, yes. I'm single. No. <laughs> Yes. Shout out. We all are representing the singles today. Facts. So it's a good place. It's a good place. Right. It is. And we didn't it introduce is. you. This is Lola, if y'all don't recognize the voice. Hey guys. <laughs> Long time <laughs> friend of the show. Yeah, I love coming on here. Yeah. Yes, we're so happy to have you back. Right. Yes. Thank you. So let's start off. Lola, do you feel it is important to be upfront about finance? while dating um i do but i think it depends like when dating right like or okay like stages like at the first stage of dating i need to know about some extent of finances so i can know like what we can be doing like you know are we going to be going in excess are we going to just be chilling a little bit more cooking and going out like real balance and then further if i feel like we get further in dating and really could see like you know spending more time and like building something together i think definitely like understanding your debt like understanding how you really manage your money um what kind of investments you have like i think that's definitely important definitely fucking debt like people get in a yeah. lot of marriages and take on other people's debt and don't know um i for one i'm gonna have a lot of bad school debt but it's different to pay off than like you know just debt right so credit card debt like yeah. shit you bought at fucking gap 12 exactly. years exactly so like i need to understand your school like, loan is like yeah that's a different bucket i yeah. feel yeah i feel like any school loan is or even a car loan like if it's just one car i feel like those are like in a okay that's acceptable bucket like but i need to know about them like right. don't need to know you right. know i'm gonna tell you my shit but yeah i think it's important I definitely agree. I found myself wanting to know how many credit cards you have. Yes. <laughs> like something about that, I really feel like I'm not gonna. I'm you know I don't think that it's appropriate at like two months in, three months in to ask your credit score. Like I feel like that's further. Yeah. But if I know how many credit cards you have, I can kind of like gauge something based on that. Yeah. Um, but people with. Good People can have multiple credit cards and get credit if they pay it off, right? Like, yeah. that's what I'm more concerned about. Like, okay, because I know, like, I know couples and people in general who, like, pay all their bills, you know, throughout the month on their credit card and then pay that credit card off in cash or what they earn for the month. Right. And so they might have multiple paying different things off, but the credit's still great because they pay them off. Like, if you don't have that and have four to five credit cards, cool, but... Right. You know, if you just got four or five credit cards. Because <laughs> one is maxed out and then you get the other one. That's a different discussion. That's that's more so right. what I'm checking for. I'm checking yeah. for yeah. like, Oh, that one didn't work? This one will. Like, yeah, now that. I need to, I, you gotta, <laughs> on this. We need to talk about this a little more. Right. All right. Do you have a story of an experience you had when you felt you needed to ask or share financial information? Like, say, for example, go on a date, 
the person's card declines. So I did have one time a date in college where we went all the way out and I should have known because I picked that nigga up and like <laughs> he went to like little five pizza or some like really yummy pizza spot over in little five. And he, he like, we got all the way to the end of the mill y'all and he couldn't afford to pay. And like, I had already driven everything. I was so fucking pissed. I was in college. So that happened. But I guess in my most recent, I, I would call it a, you know, a relationship form mm-hmm. that, um, I felt like I had to ask about, you know, their finances only because um, it would like come up a lot, not come up a lot, but it would just be discussed because I knew they were trading, they were spending money in different ways. And like, I could tell that that was like a really regimented person and how they spent. So I felt like we kind of had to discuss for like a little bit, but um, I don't always feel the need to ask. It just kind of, I think depends with everyone and where we're at, you know? Yeah. And kind of signs on yeah. being, I would say. Yeah, yeah I definitely never. <clears throat> I feel like I haven't had an opportunity where I needed to ask about the finances since, like, yeah, co- college age, end of college, where it was like, okay, you seem broke. Like, mm. talk about it. <laughs> like, you seem like the- that, yes. Something is amiss here. Yeah. Like it's a lot of confusion. The most recent one, like they weren't broke, but they spent differently than me. But also, my spending is excessive, so I had to ask, like, because I can also see you're not broke. So how much, you know, are you like willing to spend? Right. Shit. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I remember one instance where me, the nigga, and my sister had all gone out to eat, and. I'm drunk. I'm like lit. I don't even. Oh, we were on Old National. Oh, girl, you lit if you're on Old Nappy. <laughs> like, like, it was like a seafood spot. You but it had been. Drunk. It had been like I think it was where. I don't know if you were familiar with Old National like that, but you know that's I was born. Oh, I know all that. Oh, so, no, I mean Old Nat. Yeah. So anyway, a Red Lobster transformed into this other restaurant, which was like a seafood spot, but like whatever. So we went there, got drunk, and the nigga had told me that he was gonna cover my bill. So I was like, you know, I'm footloose and fancy free because I'm thinking this is on his tab. And then the bill came, and like he pay, get, contributed enough money to cover himself. And my sister was trying to say, like, yeah, this is, like, enough for you, but, like, it's not enough for Sydney as well. And, like, I'm just, like, what are you talking about? Like, he gave you the money. He paid for me. Like, I don't get it. I was so drunk that, like, I thought that he had paid her. And later on, she was, like, no. Like, he literally gave the exact amount of money for himself and, like, no other. <laughs> but, like. Oh, God. Were you dating him and your sister just came with you? No, it wasn't a date. It was just like all of us going to hang out. And he was like, pay for your I'll pay for your stuff. And then he didn't. So I got you. It was just really weird. And it was after that that I think we had to talk about what happened. You know what I mean? Like why was that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, run it back a little bit. Yeah, right. That's so funny. <laughs> right. For me, the opportunity really has never arised where I had to like crack down on somebody about their finances or talk about it. I mean, literally worst case scenario is we go Dutch. <laughs> like yeah. that's what I have done that with an ex-boyfriend. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, like just like worst case is the splitting. What would you consider a deal breaker when it comes to finances and dating before you even take it to that next level, I guess? Like you can't even afford to take me out to eat at a nice time. Mm-hmm. Like if you can't, I don't have an exact number, but if we can't go out, have a few drinks, you know, some nice dinner, maybe an evening activity, that may be. And not all the time, but don't. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I don't even need to do that, like, every time we go out, but I definitely feel like I need to know that we can go out and have fun, like, do stuff. Because sometimes, like, crazy nights happen. (laughs) Like, Don't ask me out. If you like can't afford that, like ask me out and plan something within your budget. I can appreciate that because I'm broke too. So I can appreciate you planning something for a person within the budget that works for you. Right, broke. Um, (laughs) Picked up some stuff from Publix and we go on a little picnic with a little champagne that like, I'm, I'm okay with that. That's, that's the broke date or whatever, but I'm cool with that because it was within your means. So like, if I can tell like, you're working towards your goals and doing something and you're like appreciating like what a dollar is and you are still planning something nice like I can roll with that but then don't take me out somewhere nice you can't afford and then like it's just not a good time like right so I I guess I appreciate a planner that is savvy also Mm -hmm. financially Mm -hmm. and clever right feel that that's really real like come on bro don't don't I feel like it's okay to say that I'm wanting someone who can provide those things because I can provide those things exactly Shana do you have a different deal breaker yeah I feel like I agree with the whole not being able to provide me with the things that I can provide myself yeah you know I'm totally down for treating you here and there too but you know I really do like the even playing field yeah match my fly like come on yeah basically open we like be traveling we really be out here so I need to know that you can pack your bags as well (laughs) pack your bags here boy if we can't spend the same now that we can potentially spend the same you know that's beautiful. It doesn't all have to happen now. I want it right. to happen now. I'm really just trying to die. I'm trying to jump. But in. then it's like, I wait, if like it's I'm not, okay, so we know to build with you. Like, come on. We got. And if it's not, you feel like you build. missed the window to build. Like, you expect them to be built. They need, no, I don't, I don't think that they have to be fully built. But it needs to be some bricks there that are real. You know, we need to have a solid foundation already going. I can't be like with you trying to figure out how to pay your credit card bill. Like I'm not trying to. Cause I was going to say, if that is the case, how much time are you willing to give someone who is, you know, on their way to getting on track? Six months. <laughs> Make some shake. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's the way you are six months. <laughs> huh? I feel like that's fair. Like, if I really like you and you're telling me that you're like ready to put in work, put in effort, this and that. That's all I need to see. Six months. Not all, I feel but like you could already see you could already see some improvements. 
at that point. Mm-hmm. And this is six months from when you told me that your finances were shitty. So, I mean, hopefully it's not, you know, hopefully it makes sense. Date someone who didn't have that? Would I date someone who couldn't figure out how to grow our money? And maybe, or just money management in general. Yeah, I wouldn't date someone who can't manage their own money, but I would date someone who didn't know how to grow our money. Because okay. we can always hire someone. We could either learn how to do, or as you said, hire someone to do. But right, right, right. Shared finances once you're in a relationship. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think like when we're fully in a relationship sharing homes and things like that like it's natural we're share finances like i'll probably still have my own account or whatever but like a joint home pay bill splurge kind of account for sure and we all contribute you know like or me and my partner like you know a certain amount every week every month whatever definitely yeah i personally feel like <clears throat> I don't want to share finances until we're sharing our lives. So I definitely wouldn't be doing anything in the like pre-marriage phase. <laughs> I do it when there's like a engagement ring on my finger. That's that's what I mean as early. Like when we get engaged, be an open fucking book. Like, yeah, we talk about all the day. Yeah, I definitely want to be able to yeah, I want to be able to see it, but will we have a joint account in the engagement phase? No, I feel like I want to I personally will. Well, me personally, I want to yeah. be like married and then we have our account, but I want to be like fully open about our finances, possibly even before we get engaged. Like I want us to be able to talk about it and like know what's going on. I'm sure we'll have expenses that we share. Like maybe we would be living together or something like that. But I definitely feel like I don't want to have an account that's like you have access and I have access. And so we are married yeah that's what i'm thinking okay i don't have that account. i, can't I agree that. i still want to have my that i bought my three thousand dollar bag and i'm still gonna have it but nigga that's from that other account that like i just have over here yeah i think that i'll definitely still have an account you know how you, when you get your direct deposit you can have a percentage go here and a percentage go here i'm just yeah like that but I also like in that while I might, you know, have my own little thing still, but just because, you know, grandma and mama always said that you always have that. I'll still like I'll let my partner know how much like I'm bringing home and making. So like I'll contribute that much to that account, but like I'm still okay with being open and letting you know like how much I'm actually bringing home that entire year too. Yeah. I want to have that kind of transparency too. That's what I agree with as well. In the courting stages, yeah, I'm going to keep it very low-key, not really share much, but I do feel like as you progress, it's really important to really be open about those things. All right, great. So thanks, Lola, you know, for joining us. Always oh, love it. Gang, 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 gang. Hey, hey. I love you guys. Always, always a pleasure. Keep me coming, you know. We you. were going to keep you coming in every stage, and soon we'll call you Dr. Lola. Dr. Lola. Yes. You know, and I have some other things to share, so it'll be fun. Yes. I'm with y'all, so soon come. Yes, absolutely. We always love talking to Lola, man. She is too cool. Yes. I'm really excited to see what happens with her next relationship, and just like that, 
we had to talk to some people that are actually in relationships. <laughs> right. That are not talking in hypotheticals. We're really excited to talk to two young couples. Black married couples. Black married couples. <laughs> one like super newlywed and one like relatively newlywed. Right. We have to do like a fun round robin. Everyone say hi. Introduce yourselves. I'll start. <laughs> I'm Sydney. I um, am the co-host of Sign Me Up Podcast with Shayna. Virgo. Um, I live in Pittsburgh and I know Kathy pretty well. Her husband TJ, I feel like I know him. I'm going to get to know him today. And I'm looking forward to meeting and knowing Denise and Andel. Sweet. Well, I'm Shayna, guys. Y'all know who I am, but I know Kathy and TJ from, you know, just being here on the West Coast. We've like grown closer throughout the years and I know Denise because like we've traveled like we've been in Ghana together for Afrochella and also we're part of the committee for yeah. <laughs> our annual Thanksgiving thing so yeah and also no Wendell same way I know Denise. I am Kathy and this is my husband TJ. I'm a tourist. And I'm a Libra. I guess just to piggyback what you guys said I just know you all from college Denise and and Dell I met on the west coast. So, hey, y'all. Uh, well, ah! go. Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Kathy's husband. Ah! And I met all of you guys through Kathy. We've been married since March of this year. During the COVID, actually, right before COVID started, March 16th, before everything went shut down. A blessing. Yeah. Right. Yes. Just in time. Just in time, correct. And we just brought our first house, so. Yay, congratulations. Hey. Thank you. I think that you I have to, to mention money as well. Yes. Kathy just uh, went upstairs with him. Okay. With his money. I want him in the room. No, they said okay. they should put money on the house. Uh -oh. I think that's why he was barking, because he wanted you to, like, say that. Right. Child, but Bunny just got put up, so. I don't know what's going on. I forgot. To mention that I'm an Aquarius just for everyone, but that's all. <laughs> all right, so I'm Denise. I met Kathy and Shayna actually out here. So we've been out here for what, two years? Right? About two years already. You've been He's been here for like two years and like three months. Yeah. Yeah. We got married two years ago. Time flies because I'm already losing count. But yeah, we are originally from New York City and we out here because... His job brought him out here, so it's gotten way better. Ask me this last year, I would have been like, I'm ready to go. My bags was packed, but no complaints now. I actually like it, so. I'm so you were not trying to leave New York. You were no. like back there. Oh, okay. Not at all. Never. Wait, I gotta <laughs> ask. Did you like do it just for love? Did you really relocate for love? That is so beautiful and brave. And scary. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm like, mm. well, but yeah, I did. Awesome. Oh, I love and what's your sign, Denise? I'm a Pisces. Okay. Yeah. Um, hey everyone, um, and Dell here. Uh, I'll start with my sign of a Virgo. Zone, zone, zone. Oh, um, feel me. See Virgo. Feel, feel me, feel me. I, I knew we was vibing, we was vibing. It's already something. <laughs> But Andel, uh, like Denise said, originally from the Bronx, New York. Um, what's dope, I always tell the story when people 
for acts like Calvin Hughes, D. Smith, skipping a lot of things. But one of the things I always mention is that like we literally live like three stops away away from each other on the four line. Who would have known that like you know what I mean? Our our families and us would have been so close in proximity. So like holidays and things like that, it was pretty cool because I didn't have to go to Brooklyn or Queens or anything like that. She was very close. But like Denise was mentioning, we moved out to Cali. I moved out to Cali two and a half years ago. My job relocated me out of here for a promotion. So been out here for that. I'm also one of the co-founders and COO of Health as Wealth Lifestyle. We're a fitness athleisure brand uh, out here in LA, Atlanta, New York, Chicago, Dallas. Uh, but the headquarters is, is out there. So myself and my business, my two business partners out here, uh, Shane have been to a few of our workouts, Kathy, we a brand that's growing. I'm excited to be on you guys' part. Yeah. I'm also in sales. So if I start talking a shit ton, just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, wait for it, wait for it. That's too funny. Okay. Do you feel it is important to be upfront about finances in your marriage? 100%. Yes, absolutely. I say yes. And for me, like, just to give you background as well, like I started out my career in finance. So just being from New York, you know what I mean? You, you're in the financial capital, right? So uh, for me, I got into banking right after college. So I was fortunate enough where like my mom has her own business. She's a beautician, uh, has her own salon, Levon House of Beauty in the Bronx, 183rd question. Uh, quick plug but um so for for me i always always understood the the mindset of like you know finance even though like we grew up in the hood right but um so for me i knew that like also expressing that with my significant other um is also something that like you know we also hear in marriages uh finances is something that people will always you know get divorced about and things like that so for me i knew that that was something i wanted to tackle just like out the gate it wasn't easy, but um, <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, it's two individuals, two different personalities. You know, she has a she has a way of how she was brought up with her finances um, that I had to learn, uh, and vice versa. But you know, I think it's all about how you come together um, about it. I want to talk about our journey with finances. We've been together a long time um, since before we were married, and I've always, always, always been selfish with my money, secretive with my money. He never knew how much was in my bank account, how much debt I was in, nothing. And so, although it was an easy transition, as soon as we got married, we started to talk about finances and just laying it all on the table. Uh, got a bank account, he started knowing exactly how much money I made. And it's just initially the thought of like him knowing how much money I had was just like, not fun for me. I was just like, oh, like, I don't want to share my finances. I want to spend my money how I want to spend it. Then I realized, yeah, we're married. We should probably share our money. My dad always taught me, like, not to tell anyone how much money you have. So I was always just very secretive. Even, even when we started dating, we were, like, what, 16, 18. Um, he didn't have a job. I think he was working at BJ's or something. He didn't have a job. And he would, like, you know, borrow money from his mom to take us out, like go to the movies, go out to eat. And I had a lot of money saved and I wouldn't spend anything. I wouldn't spend money on a date or, well, I, I would, but I just was very secretive. I'd be like, oh, I don't have anything. I don't have anything. So it's taken a while for me to like open up about finances, but it's a lot easier now. Because you're married? 
Literally because I'm married. Because if we weren't married, we still wouldn't be having this conversation. <laughs> that is really interesting. Right. Especially considering the conversation we had with Lola earlier. Right. Are we, we're doing married people and single people. And so it was, it was a much different conversation when you're speaking hypothetically and you're talking about, <laughs> for sure, you're talking about what sharing finances might look like and at what point in your relationship you actually start to open up about that. So, yeah, I would hard. say I was the same way. Well, I'm getting better, but I think growing up, like my parents, especially my dad, like my dad was really strict on like it's none of your business like you either have it or you don't don't tell anybody what you have but if you can do something you have it you have it if you don't say you don't but like don't let anyone know how much you do have and I think that just now I'm getting to the point where I'm more comfortable but I think because my dad was just so stubborn like my dad he's a flashy person but he will never tell you how much money he has like he likes nice watches he likes jewelry but like if you ask him for like a dollar amount he would never tell you like it's none of your business if he has it he'll give it to you he doesn't he doesn't and no is no so i think when it comes to sharing about finances because i was so stubborn and it's like if i tell you yes just take my word for it and they'll ask a lot of questions and i guess it's a salesman in him so we struggled a lot because i'm like if i got it I got it. Like, don't ask me an amount because I'm not going to give it to you. Whereas he's trying to figure out exactly how much and how much is going to contribute. And it's about the budget and we're over the budget. And I'm like, I don't operate from that. And my mom's the same way. So there's like this like secret when it comes to money, like you're not supposed to know. And my parents have been married for years and they still don't share dollar. They just, Hey, I have it. Why don't? And that's it. And it's okay for them. So it's uh, interesting now. Um, I think what, maybe a week or two ago, we was talking about like credit card debt and like he was trying to get me to like say a number and I was just like, I paid for it. Like, what's the problem? <laughs> so I think it's just being comfortable and like sharing that. But because like we were just raised with like just yes or no, not necessarily like sharing that, like statements and things like that. Um, it's something I'm getting more comfortable with doing. Yeah. And I think it goes, it goes to, it goes to the point where it's like, you know, I don't, I, I, I was raised in a Caribbean household. You know, my, my family's from Guyana. So, like, my mom was the same. Like, my mom was a business owner. She was always like that as well. Like, yo, don't, whatever you got, you know what I mean, that's you. Um, so, for me, like, I've always struggled with that as well. Humbly saying this, I have no college debt at all. So, that's for you. me, thank you. Uh, so, for me, like, I'm even more worried about, like, how can I pay off Denise debt you know what I mean so like for me that's where all the questions come in just because like obviously we're married your debt is not my debt but like it's something that you do have to get comfortable with it's not something that's going to happen overnight it's not a FedEx process but even for myself like you you just have to get comfortable with sharing like all right both bank accounts like yo babe you spending too much and it's like all right you know what I mean so it's, it's a lot of things that you have to get comfortable with um, and, it, and it's a process. Like I said, marriage is something that you're working on every day. It's not something that's it's, it's gonna. It may be good one year, the next year is it's like yo, what the hell, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, uh, Piggybacking off of what you guys said, well, both my parents were married, but they were separated for the most of the time of me growing up. So I grew up most, mostly with my mom, and my mom was very like independent. Like even her friends would say, oh, you know, you don't need no. You, she didn't ask for nothing. She had my grandparents. Now, my grandparents been married for years before they passed. Rest in peace. 
but they was very close. When it came to money, my grandmother took care of all the bills and the finances. My grandmother even would take my grandfather's check, give him what he needed, and then everything else she would take care. It was like she gave him an allowance, kind of. Now wow. with my mom and my dad, oh, it is two, like two different worlds. My dad is not even like, my dad is, this is my money and that's your money, even though they're married. And it's still like that till this day. And they're back together now. They don't, they're not separated, but I kind of see like the struggle and like the friction and everything when it goes on. And my dad's kind of like, oh, well, do you want to get this? He's like, well, if you have your money, go ahead. You get what you want, and I'll get what I want. And in seeing that, it made me realize, like, I feel like life will work much easier if you work together. Like, I mean, right. that's what a marriage is. A marriage is a, two people combined, you know, working together to for one common goal. And like with me and Kathy, when it came to money, I mean, like, my dad doesn't tell anybody what he has, and I don't just openly say what I have. But I already knew, like, when I'm gonna get married and we get serious. You know, you got to start thinking like, all right, you know, how are we going to build together? You know, we got to put our finances together. Like when we got married, it's not about my check and how much money I brought home or how much money she brought home. It's how much money we brought home. Like, and when we spend, that's kind of how we look at things. Like how much do we have? What is our check? Even when she makes more than me, like a lot of people will sit there and say like, oh, how do you feel? You know, your wife's a doctor she makes way more than you and it's like it's not she makes way more or i make way less we make a total combined income of this right. and then when we grow as far as bills is concerned we we just separate it we have accounts for bills you know we have accounts for personal spending and i'm just grateful that i married somebody who was okay with doing all of that because like i've had these conversations with people before also and they sit there and be like oh so you tell her, not that I tell her, but we agree on a set amount for the month. So like how much we're both gonna have. And some people might look at that and be like, well, if I make, hypothetically speaking, somebody says I make $3,000 a week and you only make $1,500 a week. And then I'm like, oh, okay, so we bring in 4,500 for the month, we only gonna have a thousand each. That person who's making 3,000 is gonna be like, so you mean to tell me I make $3,000 and I only get 1000 and you get 1000 but you only made $1,500? You might look at that and say the person who's making $1,500 is, is, is coming out it's in the better. Than, yeah. yeah, but it's, but that's, I'm grateful that, you know, you can't really look at it like that. It's really just, we bring in 4500 not yes. you made a 3000 and I made 1000 We It's made a partnership. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. about putting your pride to the side, it sounds like, in a lot of ways. And also just trying to like break out of habits that you could have, you could have easily fell into the same patterns as your parents, but like absolutely, both of you guys are in relationships where you're committed to doing things differently. Yeah, right. that's awesome. Okay, we have another question. Now, I know you guys have been together, both have been together for a long time. So go back, let's get in the time machine and really try to wind the wheels back to early on. <laughs> Do you ever think that there was an instance where something happened and you had to ask the other person about their financial situation? Like, for example, this is just a broad example. It doesn't have to be this, but like maybe you guys are out somewhere and their card is declined or 
they asked you for money because they needed to pay make a payment they didn't have it or something like that have you ever had an experience early on in your relationship where it was like okay i guess we need to talk about this right now they're not where we had to talk about it but i know i think I'm trying to remember back sometimes cat we would sit there and be like i always say cat they'd be like oh, i don't have no money or whatever and i'll be like uh but you just brought some stuff or whatever and she's like oh well I don't have no money for this. Cause I, if I say I don't have no money, I literally don't have no money. Like I didn't have anything. So I don't just be like, I don't have no money and then I'll go buy stuff. But Kathy would say, I don't have no money. Like we might want to do something. She'd be like, oh, I don't have no money. I'm like, okay, neither do I. But then she might've said like, oh, I'm shopping on Amazon or doing whatever, whatever. And I'm like, I thought you didn't have any money. She's like, I don't have no money to do with this. We want to do, but I have money for something else. And right. I'm like, well, I mean, right. so then you have money then. It's not yeah. you don't have any money. Like, so the idea of what broke is to people, it varies, right? Like yes. when you say you don't have any money, like I know at some point when I reach a certain amount, I'm already starting to like think in that mindset, even though it may, you know, I might still have like some cushion to like uh -huh. go a little longer, but it's I like totally broke, agree. And then there's broke, broke, you know what I mean? <laughs> And right. then there's real broke. I think that there might even be a third level of brokenness. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think back. I can't so early on, but the one that kind of like, I would say stings the most, that kind of like tested the whole like idea of just like, I guess, finances and marriage. So when we first moved, we were getting married at the same time. So we wasn't supposed to move. Like California was, well, at least not to me. I didn't think I'll ever be moving. So we recently, like, got a new apartment in the Bronx. And he mentioned, like, his job, like, interviewing him or, like, him having an opportunity. But, like, it was presented, like, a year from now. Like, we had time to make that decision or plan if it came. So we were legit planning for the wedding. And he was interviewing. I don't even know what it was. He just told me he was interested. Next thing he told me he interviewed. Next time I find out that he got the offer and we had to move in two weeks. So we didn't have any like financial planning in moving. It was like, hey, I got the job. I got to be there by September 1st. And we got married August 31st. Um, wow. So like not having any like financial plan. Yeah. I want to say it's asking for money, but I think it kind of just shifted all our priorities. It, it literally set us back a whole year. Cause we didn't really have like a moving plan. We didn't know where we were going to be living. Like we didn't really know like LA like that anyway. So it was literally figure it out as we go. So I think I had to put like what I, anything I wanted on hold because like we legit had no plan. So um, it was kind of tough. I, he had never really formally asked, but I felt for me, it was like, all right, I had to like take a step back to help him out to make sure we got here and everything and all our shit um, got here in one piece. So. I'll take that as an informal ask, but he never really asked, like, hey, babe, like, think you got it in you to make it happen. It was like, this is my dream. I want to be out here. And then we're here. <laughs> and uh, how do you respond to hearing that? Or have you heard this before? Yeah, no, nah, I've definitely heard this before. Um, <laughs> for, 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 yeah, it was wild. I always say it was wild. Looking back at it, we literally got married August 31st. I got the word that I got promoted September 1st. I moved out here September 21st. So it was like bang, bang, bang. As you could imagine, Denise wanted to take my head off. But for me, like, 
I've always like I'm I'm a huge saver. Like for me, I always joke around with Denise, but like I like expensive shit. But like it's only like pieces here and there. Like I'm not I'm not overdoing it here like crazy. So for me, like I've always saved. Again, like I've just I just have that have that uh mindset just how I grew up. But yeah, it was it was it was tough. It was tough just because like I had to deplete a lot of my savings on top of that anything that i did have it was all going to this whole move and then anything that denise needed like i well you know we need to do this we need to do that we also had to break our lease because we lived out in orange county it's a whole different place than what la la looks like you know i was in fountain valley which the makeup is about 70 percent like asian in orange county in general it's like only three percent african-american so not really seeing people that look like what we see yeah. here right so that was too much of, of a that, culture shock probably yeah yeah it was culture shock you, you're talking to two 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 kids if you may that's coming from the bronx you know what i mean city we're from the city like you know we went to school in buffalo whatever the case may be but like that was com- a complete uh shock for us and yeah we we literally like i depleted a lot you know a lot of the savings um you know i'm fortunate enough that like we have employee stock plans you know, I had to tap into that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just to make a lot of things, a lot of things uh, uh, continue to happen, uh, if you may. But yeah, I think that, you know, not having a plan, uh, looking back at it, if I could change it, that's one thing that I would have done just because it would have put a strength on the financial aspect of things because like we were, we were already coming at each other because of everything and how to move habit happen. And then on top of that, it was like shit. Like every everything was like, yo, like, we have to get furniture, but we have to get this, we have to get that. So every time we got paid, everything was going towards the move opposed to like what we wanted to do. So like, you know, we wasn't even talking to each other at, at, at one point because it was just everything focused around like this whole move. Wow. That's really intense, honestly. I'm just thinking about how intense it is to get married, <laughs> but then you have to move. Unexpectedly. It would be different if like, you knew the move was on the way as soon as you got married. It still would have been stressful, I'm sure. But yeah. the day after is like a blessing, but also like crazy as hell. So I feel I feel for you, Denise. You really held it down, sis. You will. Yes. Okay, so what would you consider a deal breaker when it comes to finances and relationships? Deal breaker. Well, that's a good one. Mm. That's a good one. Let me see. For me, it would be this is mine and that's yours. And that's the end of it. And if you were stubborn like that, then I think that that would be something you would have to think about. Like, well, then should we really be in a relationship? Because then why we get married, that's just in my opinion. I know there's a lot of people who are like that. But for me, I don't think that that would be no reason for us. If it's what's yours is what's yours and what's mine is what's mine, mm-hmm. then we may not be together. We might as well just be single, separate people. Or, and that, that's just for me. Mm-hmm. But I think that would be yeah. like a right. deal breaker. I think a deal breaker for me would be someone who like can't save. Like if you're living like paycheck to paycheck, cause I'm a big saver, big investor. So if he was just like, you know, spending all willy nilly and, you know, like, I don't know, buying like crazy shit, like, I don't know, like a Porsche or like a motorcycle, like every time I turn around, then, (laughs) 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 then, um, yeah, that would be an absolute deal breaker for me. Yeah. I would say 
for me would be someone that just like doesn't have a sense of like finance, a combination of like what we all all said, someone that doesn't know how to save, um, someone that's like relying on my my salary, um, you know what I mean? All all above like you know what I mean? If it's like yo, you have that mindset of like yo, you know, you have your money, I have my money that's how we're going to operate. And like, again, that's not how a team functions. Um, so it's a, it's a point. I, I think that would definitely be a deal breaker. for me. Mm. That's a tough one. I think that like, because growing up, like my parents, the idea of like saving or saving for a rainy day or like having a stash, like they never, they never really talked about it. Um, it kind of goes back to like, you know, everything's just such a big of a secret. It's just like, yes, no, and kind of leave it at that. So I think that like, if it wasn't for like going away to school and like even us trying to like figure out what does saving really mean, I feel like I'm still learning that, if that makes sense. Like the concept of saving, I know how to save, but like as a deal breaker, I think because I've really learned a lot of it, like whether it's through him, other people, and kind of just having conversations with, like, friends and stuff like that. I feel like I'm still figuring out what that looks like for me, yeah. if that makes sense. And and, right. and to add there as well, um, I'll let you guys, I'll let you guys know because I'm a big advocate for it. Uh, because of all of that that just happened, like, you know, moving, got promoted, came out here, finances, we're struggling. We went to marriage counseling. Uh, we went to marriage counseling. Yes. And one of the things yeah, I'm a big, big, big fan of it. I would recommend it to anybody. One of the things the, the marriage counselor said to, said to me that really had me thinking was, like, in Dell, everybody grew up different when it comes to, like, what their finances look like, right? So what finance may look like to her is going to look different to you. So we have to come together and figure out, how do you do your finances? This is how I do my finances how can we come together and like make it ours? You know what I mean? And like, obviously this is what our parents did over the time, but like, we're not trying to replicate that again. Clearly we're not trying to have the same problems as our parents. So like, let's come together and work on and agree on the things that we both can agree on, you know? And like, we really had to sit down and say, all right, well, like, this is what finance means to me. And this is how I was raised on finance. And I don't understand again what you just explained. Um, that's not how she was uh, raised on finance. So, like, I had to take a step back and really understand that. And then from there, like, come with an approach. was like, all right, this is how we're going to approach it. Because yeah. everybody, everybody looks at it different. Because I would say before, like, me saying, I don't know, like, my deal breaker was just telling, sharing my money. Like, it's just, I'm not you supposed to do that. Even trying to do that. If you're trying to share money, yeah. what's up with me? Like, right. And, like, I remember... Um, Last time before the pandemic, I went home was like, we came back from Ghana in January. I was having like a casual conversation with my mom about like money. And like, she asked like, if I don't like how much I made or like, you know, how much money I have. And I told her, yeah. And like, you would have thought it was the end of the world. She was like, oh my God, like, no. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> why is it such a, like a big thing? Like, she was really like, bitch, is you crazy? That's why I felt like she wanted to tell me. But I was like, <laughs> Like, if you're going to run away with my money, like, am I missing something? But she was so shocked. So I feel like after that and, like, was counseling and, like, I realized that, like, what I thought, the idea of, like, saving with my deal breaker is, like, 
I broke it already. So it's like, what does it mean now? And I feel like I'm still trying to figure out like what that means for me. But yeah, she was just so like heartbroken about like me sharing it. I'm just like, all right, ma, but you gonna be all right. But she was just so shocked. Um, but I thought that was hilarious. That is really funny. That's a sign of the times. It's so many things. It's the times, it's different cultures, but I definitely feel like a lot of our mom age women feel like you need to have your own something. You can't be fully open with your man and you can't rely on your man to have your back at all times. It's this idea that like you have to be able to get it out on your own basically so it's just interesting to see how like the kids of those people are trying to navigate <laughs> what they want to do yeah. what works what doesn't work and figure that shit out question we ran through all of our questions that we wrote but as we were talking i i was thinking of another thing i could ask you know with all the openness and account sharing and things like that how do y'all buy each other gifts or like surprise each other with like nice things how does that so, <laughs> to piggyback on uh and and their conversation about understanding how putting you know, one person does their finances and the other so we kind of came up with our own little thing with both of our finances so for us you know we have our bank our bills account and we have our savings and an emergency savings and, you know, rainy fund savings. But then we have a personal. Now, the personal accounts, we, we, both we both have a designated amount that we take home for the month that would go into your personal accounts. But no, I can't see her personal account and she can't see my personal account. So whatever she chooses to buy with that set amount that we have for the month, is on her. I don't know what it is. She don't know what it is. But we know that's all you have for the month. So if she wanted to buy a gift, I'm not going to see, I don't know what she purchases and right. she wouldn't know even if she logged into the bank account on what I purchases. The only joint accounts that show are all of the shared bank yeah. check-ins, the savings. So she can decide that every month when we get our allotment, she wants to save it and save it and save it and could probably have like up to $10,000 in there, but I wouldn't know. But that's her money that she got every month to save or spend as she likes. That's so, real. I like so y'all so yeah. do so y'all do a little bit of both. You have your right. joint, you have your share, which was actually yeah, that was I, right. I, you you absolutely have to have your fun money because if you don't, like it's like you're a prisoner, you know. Like I have to spend, like I have to be able to you know buy whatever I want. Granted, like our monthly allotment is a little bit limiting compared to what we were doing before. We were married but it's still like my freedom money so like as long as you have that freedom account like your marriage can yeah. absolutely work right i definitely yeah. feel like not having that you do probably grow some form of resentment like after a while, you know because it's like yeah. no one wants to be micromanaged even if it's your best friend like you don't need to know all of my <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. yeah yeah, no, I, I I literally completely agree. That's how that's how we do it. We uh, we we were joking we were joking the other day just because like I'm like OCD when it comes to checking. It. Again, I was in the whole banking finance space before I moved over to tech. So like I check the account 
every single day, okay. every single Listen. hour. Listen. Listen. No, no, no. <laughs> I was about to ask, are you a Libra too? We were having a joint thing. I get it. Like, I was opposed to it from the beginning because I'm like, you should trust that I'll put the money that I said I was going to put in the joint account. I didn't want to have, like, equal funds because and A and those nosy. And, like, he be on my back. I like going to Marshalls. I like going to Target. Like, I like what I like. Leave me alone. I don't bother him. He buys his weed. Like, I don't I don't question none of his purposes. But anytime time I buy something, it was always an issue. So I agreed to the whole thing with the joint account. So my personal account, don't ask me nothing about any bag that comes in here. I, I don't, don't question me about any. It's, my, it's freedom money. Leave me alone. So ever since that, like, he still try to ask me questions. And I'm like, this is my money. It didn't come out of the joint account. Ask whatever from the joint account, but my money is my money. So, like, don't yeah. question me about it. Yeah, and absolutely and rightfully so. I absolutely believe that. Um, like like you said, like you I think a woman needs her own her own her own funds, you know. Uh and that's just I just I, I, I just something that I was raised on as well, but I think it also helps the relationship. Um but again, for me, I know that like my biggest thing is like how how are we gonna make these millions? Um, so I am like trying to save, like you said, invest and make sure that, that we good. Um, for me, I, I, I always say like, we're gainfully employed and well enough not to be in the negative. Like I remember taking a picture of my account and was like, I'm like going into the new year and said to myself, I never wanted to see it again. I remember I was in the negative at one point when I was like, I never want to see this shit ever like this. So like for me, I'm like anal when it comes to that. But again, I think that like it, it's it's always a balance too, because I know I'm a little bit more like I literally will wake up or like be up at like two, three. Even this Wednesday, seven a.m. <laughs> I roll over. He's like, "Baby, see the door call that nigga? I saw it already. I put the money back. Leave the fuck alone." Like, <laughs> I'm opening my eyes. He already like the door to call. So yeah, okay, but like this is this European is, waxer. Now I'm like, I will put. It this, back. Is, but, <laughs> this is this is me. This is again I. This is me with my whole background and whatnot, but like I just that's just the type of person I am. Just trying to make sure everything good because like we have roles, right? Like she said, you take care of finance, I take care of uh, uh, X, Y, and Z. So uh, for me, that's just I'm just trying to live up to my duties. Oh, you guys are like so cute. I just love these couples. <laughs> well, Shayna, no, I'm not even gonna claim no credit. She definitely sought y'all out and picked y'all because y'all have something to say about it. I really like this conversation. Yes, this was amazing. Yeah, thanks thanks yeah. for joining us, guys. Right. Keep up the good work, gang. You guys are on the right. <laughs> Thank you. We try. We try. <laughs> I'm so dead. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, if you want to shout yourselves out one more again, feel free. If you like Black history, Follow me at hidden.noir, N-O-I-R. I dropped some Black history that you probably haven't learned in school. I just haven't been up on it recently because I got a lot going on. I do intend to pick it back up probably in the new year or before then, so stay tuned. Also, you can follow me at Dr. Well, Dr. C. Williams. I have decided to venture into cosmetic dentistry and um, a lot of big cases and you can watch me grow as a dentist and 
you know, if you want to come down and get some veneers, we have a special, and our special oh, wait, starts with eight veneers at $6,000, and if you want to get 16, it's about $10,000, which is actually super duper cheap because veneers typically cost about $1,500 a pop. So, wow. it's a nice special down in San Diego at SD Medident in the college area. Make sure you head over to her page because Doc has already been doing some wonderful work on these people's mouths, let me just say. <laughs> also, affordable right dentistry, now. come down to us as well because we do provide affordable dentistry for those who do not have dental insurance. Praise God. We need those who do the work, okay? <laughs> come on now. I have a question about that. Um, so when you get veneers, like say like someone who has a gap like me, when you put the veneers on, do you like close that gap or it just, it stays like, mm -hmm. it ends close up getting the gap. closed? They file your tooth down and then they close. I know, I know they do that. I didn't want to talk about that. Check out my page, Shana. There's a, there's a case that I did where she had a pretty big gap and some worn teeth and I closed the gap. So yeah, just check it out. We okay. closing gaps around here, okay? <laughs> Financial gaps, tooth gaps, all Period. that. Period. Community right. gaps, you know, we're closing them. We're doing the work. <laughs> okay, more plugs. I like that. Come on. Um, I'm selling coquitos. So, Dimelo, what is it? De los mio coquitos. I had to draw a blank. Um, but if you follow me on Instagram, Dimelo Denise, um, I am posting them there. I'm shipping them to New York, so I'm hoping that it gets there safely and it's it tastes Atlanta, good. So hopefully it's up next. That's the postal service to make sure it gets there safe. So. And that shit tastes good. All we Maggie. need is a little bubble wrap, you know what I mean? Like, let's bubble wrap that thing, get a little bouncer. Right? It's a hit. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in addition to that, health is wealth, lifestyle, as I mentioned in the beginning of the call. Make sure y'all follow us at health is wealth underscore lifestyle. Check out our brand too. We got some cool women's and men's gear. Appreciate the support as a small black owned business. We love That's to it. see it. Oh, I got to mention, shout out to A5A. I found his day tomorrow. Feel me, all my outfits out there. Got to get the frat in there. Right. Feel me? Feel me? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again, guys. All right. So you know where to find us. Definitely make sure you look us up at Sign Me Up Podcast. You can slide in our email, signmeuppodcast at gmail.com. You can slide in our DMs because our DMs are always open. And on Instagram, we're doing all these fun little polls. So just like go in our Instagram and just talk to us. Let us know what's up with you. Yes, talk to us. And also make sure you are around for the next live that we have on December 18th. 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, because we don't recognize mountain time around here. Right, right, right. Or central. <laughs> <laughs> Do your Googles, boo. Do your Googles. <laughs> you can find me at Sydney Poppins 2. I'm Cheeky Bobby. And that's another episode of Sign Me Up Podcast signing out. <laughs> <laughs>